I always like starting the show before Jesse's ready to catch her off guard. Yeah, every time. Every time. It's so fun. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm so funny. So the last two episodes, we talked about goal setting. This is number three of a three-part series. Three parts. So the first one was about mindset or your number one mission. The second one was more tangible gardens of life, doing a few exercises. If you haven't listened to those two, we suggest you start there and you work your way to this third one. Yeah. Um, and this third one is kind of how I view goals a little. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse and I view goals. And I have this love-hate relationship with goals. If we want to we do a therapy session here. Yeah, I like it. Here we go. So I hate goals, but I love goals. I just think they're not practical, but they're so practical. And I know I'm saying a bunch of nothing right now. Yeah, I'm curious about this. <clears throat> so Because I feel like you're like the biggest goal setter I've ever met in my life. So I don't... If you have goals without action, they're just dreams and wishes. Mm-hmm. So I'm really big on not really having goals, but then creating habit goals. So I want to lose 10 pounds next year. Well, that means nothing to me unless you say, I'm going to work out four times a week and not eat sugar Monday through Friday. You know, Then it becomes a tangible thing where losing 10 pounds is just inevitable. It's going to happen. And the cool thing about habit goals is every day you can have a win, you know, every day you can sit there and you can check off the box that like I won today. And I know since I won today, I'm going to achieve that goal that I set out there. But at the same time, you need goals because if you don't have the goals, then you don't know what habits you're creating to drive towards those goals. Right. But like what you said that the, um, I remember Hal Elrod talking about like when you set something like I want to lose 10 pounds, it's a predetermined outcome. And it's a lot harder to achieve that if you haven't set into place, like you said, those habits that get you there. This is a great time to use the habit tracker card that we have too, because once you decide what those habits are to get you to that predetermined outcome, then those can be those things that you're consistently celebrating each day to get you there. Yeah. So the point is to create your goals. We talked about your gardens. Hopefully you identify like three gardens and a goal or two within each garden. Mm -hmm. And the next thing is like in our in our habit trackers or your, our, I'm sorry, our um, three by five way system, you know, we have goal cards. So on the right hand side, you write down your, your yearly goals. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, it's just like, all right, what are my monthly goals to lead to those yearly goals? Mm-hmm. And it really didn't taking it one step further. It's just like, what habits do I need to do on a weekly, daily, monthly basis to allow me to achieve that goal? I want to write a book. Okay. I'm going to write 20 minutes, five days a week an hour, five days a week, whatever that is. And then that's what you're winning. That's what's driving your behavior to achieve your goals. So it's almost like you want your goals to be visible as inspiration, but forget about them and just focus on your on your habits. And when, you, when I started focusing on my habits and really started tracking my habits eight, 10 years ago, that's when suddenly, you know, at the end of the year, I could put big red checks that I actually achieved my goals. And, and, and that's what fed the, fed the fire. Yeah. The system, it does set you up, you know, very nicely, but that visualization of having your goals be visible. I mean, that's something that you can even do. Like we've done vision boarding in the past where each one of us creates our own vision board. And then we do a vision board as a family of things that we want to achieve. And it's that idea of if it's in front of you and you're revisiting it frequently, you're more likely to, even without 
recognizing that you're doing aligning practices and habits that get you closer to whatever that goal is. So like you said, that process of writing down and then chunking it into smaller pieces, like your yearly goal and then your monthly goal and then your weekly goal and those habits that you're doing when it's easier to digest and it's bite size mm-hmm. without even looking at that big goal, you know, you're automatically putting things into place that get you there. So I just, it, it's that, I don't know, zoomed out. And then what are those little micro steps that you put in place? Yeah. And then also rewriting those goals. So uh, in the, in the goal cards, you, I kind of force you to rewrite your goals every, every month. So, you know, the 1st of January, and the 1st of February, you, sh- if you're using the system, you're rewriting your goals for the year and then whatever goals you have for that month, every single month. So it's almost like re-inspiring, inspiring, reinvigorating. Um, I do it actually on a weekly basis. I rewrite my yearly goals on a weekly basis. Then I'm making sure those habits that I'm trying to achieve that week or trying to implement are in alignment with those bigger goals. And when you do that, it allows you also to look at, you know, is it working? Sometimes we set a habit in place, like, you know, I want to work out five times per week or something. And then we recognize that that actually isn't benefiting us to the degree that we need it to. And you might need to change your habits a little bit to still align yourself with that goal. So if you're not revisiting your overall goal, and even more importantly, what that mission is of how you want to feel, it is okay to change your habits frequently to get yourself to meet whatever that overall mission is. Because I think sometimes we start a habit and we're so gung-ho that it has to be five times a week and it has to be this type of exercise. And then we do it and we get burnt out and it's not working. Instead of modifying or going back and just tweaking it a little bit, we just cross it off. Like, nope, this isn't working. So mm-hmm. again, that experimentation and finding out that magic you know, number or whatever that is that works best for you is so important when you're trying to hit that ultimate goal. Yeah. Because what that's doing, Jesse, I mean, that's creating momentum. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it's an unachievable weekly habit that you're trying to, to achieve, um, it, it, it serves you no good mm-hmm. because you want to create momentum because when you create momentum, that's what's going to create the belief system. And that's what you, when you're going to start to get excited because if your goal is to lose 10 pounds and then all of a sudden it's the end of January and you're like, I hit all my achievable weekly workout goals and diet goals, whatever those were, uh, then you get excited and you want to keep going because it becomes like an almost an addictive process. Or if you're, you know, writing, you're like, I'm going to write three times a week for an hour. And then by the end of January, you, you just look back at the, you know, 30 pages you wrote, you get excited because you're, you're get, going towards your goal of writing that book that year. So make it achievable, make it doable. For sure. For sure. A great example of that is, you know, people are like, I want to meditate 10, 10 minutes a day. You know, make it one minute, make your floor yeah. so low, make it one breath, make your floor so low that you can't not achieve it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after you do that for a while, then you say, okay, my floor is now two minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then it just compounds over time and it makes all these goals seem like they're realistic. So that's how I've utilized or view goals and how I've achieved goals in the past is really having them out there in the future, but chunking it down into habits. And consistently revisiting it. I think that mm-hmm. consistency piece and, and giving yourself grace to recognize that if something's not working, then you can you have the ability to try and tweak it and modify it so that it serves you the best way that it possibly can. Yes, yes. But this is a great excuse or reason for you to tap back into if you have the system or you have the goal setting cards to utilize those goal setting cards and then use those habit um, tracker cards to help support that goal. That was the point of the system. We wanted something that was um, easy 
easily digestible, I guess, like bite size. We wanted to be analog so that you're writing it down because again, just that revisitation of writing something, it like almost makes it binding with like your soul. (laughs) So um, that practice is just so important in the consistency of it. And we would love as part of the community for you to show us your goal setting cards. If you feel comfortable with that, just to see as a community, what are we focusing on our attention for 2022, maybe getting some ideas about some habits that you're, you're tracking. And that could be something that like, wow, I have a similar goal. This might be a habit that could help support me too. So we love that dialogue and that that interaction. So feel free to share and post anything that you're willing to share. Yeah. And one thing that doesn't seem like it's connected to goal setting, but we get a ton of feedback on is, is the weekly review session, that Sunday planning session mm-hmm. of reflecting on what you did the previous week and setting up your next week. You're just so much more likely to achieve your goals. If you're just taking that pause at the end of the week and taking inventory of where you're falling off track when it comes to your habits or, you know, some big wins for that week. And that little celebration piece at the end of every week and then planning the next week is just going to give you the momentum to continue to achieve whatever goals you're trying to do. And something that Brian doesn't need, but something that I I feel like I love is um, accountability, accountability partners. So when I asked you to share in the community, that sets up a little bit of uh, accountability because people are seeing you're putting it out into the world. But share it with your partner, share it with a friend, share it with somebody like, hey, this is something that I'm really working on. And have somebody else to celebrate with you and to just check in on you with it. Because I think that that external piece can be so powerful in keeping us motivated and on track. Yeah. And and that's a great point. Maybe think about somebody within your community, your friend network, whatever that is on a similar path to you and reach out to them and be like, Hey, what, what goals do you have for next year? Maybe we can check in once a week and, and have that dialogue now with them. So you both can get excited to have the accountability piece. Like you just said, Jack. Mm -hmm. So good stuff. stuff. Well, that is Number Number three three of three of three. Obviously we will throughout the year check in with this topic. This is something that is really important and kind of the backbone to the cards of how are you creating habits in your life and, and creating systems and putting them into place that help you feel your best and that you're thriving and you're being productive and you're feeling really good. So we will check back with this frequently, but we just wanted to give you something to start with. Um, if you have questions, shoot, shoot them our way. Yeah. So best of luck in your goals for 2022. We know you're going to crush them. Until next week. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hello world, wake me up to another good, good-